up, guys? Good morning, friends. Good morning. Welcome. Episode 7 of the Bible Buffoons mm. podcast. My name is Justin Peach. Morning, Chris Richardson. Chris, coming in. Uh, we are so glad that you guys have joined us uh, to listen to us. Um, man, another episode. Here we go. Here we go. So You haven't gotten rid of us yet. Haven't gotten rid of us yet. We had a big bump last week in listeners yeah which was awesome super awesome. so hey i need our jingle state stats that's what i'm talking about <laughs> so a goal that i had is i want listeners in all 50 states all 50 and, one time let's go and i kind of would like another country can we go international I, so here's the deal we know people in Honduras. That's true. So that that won't be that hard. But so we know we, people in Africa. Oh, we know multiple people in Africa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We need to get with them. Yeah, they need get, to listen. Get a little we need international to, flavor. Little international. So we use this um, website uh, to help us push this out, and they kind of mm-hmm. they don't do anything else but just they, get it out in the platform. They make it easy. They make it easy for us. And I got a thing, a little message. I don't know if you saw it there day that said, hey, are you on India's biggest? That. And I was like, I didn't even know that I didn't exists. even know that existed. Do we need to have some listeners in India? I think we do. I think we absolutely yeah, do. For sure. So we need to get on India's. I love Indian food. You do. Big time. Big time. Yeah. Really sort of any rice-based cuisine <laughs> I'm into in a major, major way. But I'm like, as you know, going a little more low carb these days. Yeah, I know. And my rice intake... Has I, dropped. I, I don't even know what the percentage is, but like I used to almost eat rice with every Have meal. you done like quinoa now? Is that what you go to? I can't even eat no quinoa. It's got it's got too many carbs in it too. Basically, if I do any sort of rice thing, it's like riced cauliflower, which ain't rice. No, it gets stuck in my teeth. Poor substitute. It gets stuck in my gums and teeth. Um, <laughs> but if you put enough soy sauce on it, it you doesn't taste yourself? that bad. Yeah, nice. you can't trick yourself. Anyways, fifty states. Let's let's reel it back. <laughs> plus in. India. Fifty states plus India. Plus India, Honduras, and Rwanda, Rwanda, and maybe Tanzania, and maybe Tanzania. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but we gained Hawaii. That's a big pickup right there. I like Aloha. that. Aloha. Hey y'all. We gained Hawaii. We gained Arkansas, and we gained Illinois. We gained Illinois, Chicago. I had to ask Chris before we got started: <laughs> Is it Illinois? Is it Illinois? I don't say that um, word a lot, and I should know this. I'm a 36 year old man. I didn't. I mean, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but. Yeah, I know. It's okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll put myself down. But hey, we have the Southeast. Uh-huh. We don't have South Carolina. Come on, South Carolina. We know people in South Carolina. We have to. We have to. I mean, I, don't, I can't think of anybody. But but we have to. So we Either are, we do or you do, listener. We do or you do. So if you want to, um, we we are asking you, share this with some friends in South Carolina. We're not, we're not saying that they have to go back and listen to all seven episodes. Just hit you one. Just light up the state. Just... We just want to see that state turn its pink yeah. on our website where we get to see it. We get to see what town it's in. Yeah, so cool. it was like Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that in. So that's pretty cool. Um, what are we going to talk about when we get all 50 states? <laughs> As the intro? Yeah. Oh, I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. Like you're acting like that's going to happen in the next week or two. Hey, we're we're going to get there. But hey, we have 21. That's pretty We have good. 21 states right now. So... We're almost there. We're almost halfway there. That's yeah. Let's get halfway there by episode ten. I think that's that is reasonable and attainable. 
That's what I'm talking about. I like low hanging fruit. <laughs> and so let's get that. Um, hopefully you guys uh, are enjoying um, the day for us. We're recording this on Wednesday, so you're going to hear this tomorrow. Yeah. But it is September 30th. 30th. Which apparently is the last day of the month. Justin doesn't know the 30 days hath September song. Thing. I don't even know what that word means. Hat, hats? Hath? Hats. Her 30 days hath September. I think that's right. My April, June, and November. It rhymes. I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I have a calendar. That's true. I have a phone. That's true. But tomorrow's October. Tomorrow's October. Down here in Birmingham, it feels like fall. Mm -hmm. Now, again, the high is 80 today. <laughs> but this morning and last night. Crisp. It was nice. Crisp. Wearing the hoodies. Makes it's, you want to eat an apple. It's, we've been eating a lot of apples. I love apples. My Our favorite son, fruit by far. Is it? Yeah. The last name Peach. Peach is one of my least favorites. I just don't like peaches. Travesty. I don't like the texture of them. I mean, I get it. Peaches are kind of weird, but yeah, your name is Justin Peach. I mean, if it's in a cobbler form. Oh, no. You I, can't go wrong It's with hard peach not cobbler. to. Yeah. You put some ice cream you, and you put a little crusty crust on it. It's Come good. On. Come on. Anyways, it feels good. I don't know where you are. If you're in California, if you're up in Illinois. I don't think they have seasons in California. I, I think, think it's, it's just kind of like whatever California It's is. like 75 80 always. That seems right. But we're enjoying the cold air down here. Beautiful. It's good. Peach SEC, has on pants. SEC football. <laughs> you make it sound like I don't wear pants when we <laughs> record this podcast. I typically wear shorts. <laughs> as a, as short a, pants. <laughs> I wear short pants. As a student minister, I'm typically in a t-shirt and shorts and some chacos. There you go. I am. That's the standard uniform. I am ready to play can jam, spike ball, dodgeball. At any moment. At any moment Drop of my life. I can ready. be driving by the church and I could be like, someone's playing Frisbee. I need to go play Frisbee <laughs> with them. And I am ready. You're getting a deep look into the psyche of Justin Peach as a youth minister right now. Hey, you got to be ready and gotta, willing and able. That's right. To answer the call. To answer the call <laughs> to play a little ultimate Frisbee. That's right. Hey, you got or, a frizz. Or frizz or die. Or, <laughs> or, die, or some disc golf, which we need to go play disc golf. I would lo well, I'd love to play real golf and also disc golf. Yeah, disc golf's free. Is it really? Yeah, I Shows mean, get, how, how much I know about you it. You have to buy disc, but hey, don't worry. You got me. I you got, got you, like dog. a whole bag of yeah, the different clubs yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm good, but I have them. Okay. Um, well, you'll be better than me. Well, we'll see. Uh, but we need to go play. It's free. We go to George Ward Park down here in downtown Birmingham. All right. So let's stop this podcast and we'll go do that. And then we'll come and then back. We'll, and then we'll come back yeah. and you guys can hear us. No, we're not going to stop. Um, but hey, guys, uh, review. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. And we're on Google. Rate and review. I, I don't... I never thought I'd be saying those words, but I hear it a lot on podcasts. You feel real official. Rate right and now. review. Give us a five-star rating. Also, write us a review. We have a two reviews on there. Um, Are one, they good? They're very good. One day, I'm going to tell the story of the first review we got. Uh, it's a doozy. And the emails that went along with it. Oh, boy. One day, the legend of Dean Sanderson <laughs> will be told. Um, but... Yeah. Today is not that day. Today's not that day. Write us a review. Uh, that'd be great. Tell share us if, if you share with friends. If you want to talk about something, hit us up. We got a Twitter. We got an Instagram. Uh, we got an email account. 
We're just killing all that, that stuff. We've got it's, all the things. It's on there. You guys can find that. And if you're on iTunes, you can find it in the listing. We'll, we will post all that information on there so you guys can find it. Nice. Cool beans. So again, we're doing a one-off one. We're not in a series. Mm-hmm. Um, we would like your help into figuring out what we should talk about. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we're not going to jump into. So for us, uh, again, September 30th, last night was the first presidential debate. Mm. Um, Chris did not watch it. Negative. I watched a very little bit of it. And um, we're not going to jump in. We're in episode seven, guys. We're not going to jump into like the hardest political topics or the hardest theological stuff right now. Maybe we'll get into that mm. season two of this podcast. Sure. But right now we're kind of doing a slow roll into things that we like to talk about. Yeah. Um, and things that we like you guys to hear. But if you have a topic that you want us to hit, let us know. Let us, let us know. Because we have a list of topics on our Google spreadsheet. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Man, <laughs> the human jingle box. Cree <laughs> yeah. Cree, the human jingle box. Uh, we have a list of topics on our Ideas, Google spreadsheet. Thought starters. And as we went through these, we're like, uh, too deep. Uh, too heavy. Too heavy right now. Can't lift it. Too heavy. <laughs> can't lift it so we um we need your help um just some ideas what do you want to hear about what do you want to hear about get that so let us know all right let's let's talk a little bit about justin peach as a youth as a youth (laughs) a tender youth growing up in middle tennessee growing up in lebanon 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 um home of the cracker barrel cb is what we call it on Cracker the Cracker Barrel Old Country Store. I've worked at a few of those at my college and post-college days. And I, guys, I worked at Cracker Barrel. I've seen how the sausage is made. Quite literally. And I still go to Cracker Barrel, He guys. wants to eat Cracker Barrel every year for his birthday lunch. I want to eat it every day for <laughs> my breakfast and lunch. Hey, blueberry pancakes are on point. No doubt. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways... Mill, Tennessee, grew up there. When I was in sixth grade, my parents sent me to a private Christian school. Mm. I went to a school. Now, before this, and one day we'll get into our origin stories, our <laughs> faith you know, stories, but um, I didn't really grow up going to church. Yeah. Uh, I would go every now and then. You know, you hit the Mother's Day, Christmas, Easter. Yeah. You know, you get the big three and like, yeah. hey, I, w- I went to church I did this my year. job. I did my job. So I didn't really go a lot with my family. Uh, but my parents wanted me to go to this private Christian school, which I'm very thankful. People don't like a private Christian schools. I loved my time there. I thought it was great. So I was there and we had Bible class every single day from sixth grade to 12th grade. I had Bible every day. And for me, a lot of it was kind of like a history class. Yeah. Now, again, I didn't know the Bible. You're not bringing a lot of context to the table. I, no, I didn't know a lot about the Bible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of learning all this. But they are assuming yeah. <laughs> that everyone in here has... On the same level. On the same yeah. level. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> so as we start talking about certain topics and certain things, I'm just kind of like, I don't get it. Mm. And one of the things that we hit on, which is what we're going to talk about today is this idea of um, worshiping idols. Mm, Yeah. Is this idea of idol worship. And so you go back into the Old Testament and you would read of people making these idols, making these structures out of gold or wood or whatever they had. 
And it was the idea for them to bow down to these idols. So I remember being in class. Um, it was probably Coach Welch's class. Grape juice. Talk, <laughs> grape juice, Coach Welch. Um, talking about idol worship and then kind of pivoting into, well, do we do that today? Mm. And my brain went to, no. <laughs> like, I don't have a little statue in my closet little, that like, I bow down peach. to. little wooden peach. We have some wooden peaches in our house, yeah. but I don't bow down to yeah. them, right? Whenever I think about that, have you ever seen the movie um, Major League? Oh, yeah. Where the guy has, like, his... I forget the guy's name. Joe I Boo. Joe Boo. And he had like his idol. Serrano. Serrano. Serrano and Joe Boo. And they. Uh, um, they give him like a little cigar and some. Yeah. And they just had like this shrine in his locker yeah. to hit home runs. Right. Yeah. But his idea of like praying to that. And you kind of hear this on like other occasions, right? Like, oh, well, the baseball gods are looking yeah, down yeah, yeah. on us. Right. And so you kind of hear that deal. And then if you do any research or learning about like native american history mm. and they would have like harvest gods and moon gods mm -hmm. and sun gods yeah. and rain gods and land gods and water gods and whatever right but as me starting thinking about it going like well we don't do that today just kind of bringing that back up to 2020 yeah is idol worship worshiping idols something that occurs today what does that look like? Do we bow down mm. to things or what does that look like to bow down in today's society? Yeah. And what does the Bible talk about? Mm. Where does the Bible hit us with some of that? I know that you had some stuff um, back in Exodus, right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I would just right off the bat say, absolutely, you know, idolatry or, or worshiping idols, that's sort of like a big sort of scary religious sounding word. But it, like, yeah, it's a very religious <laughs> scary. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. The idea is something that is very familiar to us in our our modern culture. And I, I would even like sort of like drill it down and say this is the core issue of humanity. Whoa. I think this is what's what Bombshell. All, all the all the hatred and evil um, that we have in the world comes from this idolatry. And really all we're talking about is how do you order your life? Right? Okay. And sort of like throne room imagery is okay. helpful to me. Yeah. Um, because I think Christian, not Christian if you're a human being, you've got something or someone that's sitting on the throne of your life. And what that means is you give them your time, you give them your attention, you give them your money. It's just a matter of what that thing or person is that you allow to take that chief top spot in your life. And uh, in our American context, Ooh. I think we have the American Idol Ooh, <laughs> and it's not Kelly Clarkson. It is the Kelly self. Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> it's the self. I think um, individuality and idolizing our priorities and our wants. I mean, like everything you hear, it's like, man, you do you. You live your best life. Yeah. Hey, if it makes you feel good, go do it. And it's I have replaced 
really every other priority in sort of my life with this idea that um, I'm sitting at the top of it. And so what makes me feel good and uh, what gets me what I want in life, that's the chief aim and everything else can fall under that. So you said you believe, and I, I may agree or disagree with you <laughs> about this. You said you think that this is the chief issue, right? Is that right. what you said? Like yeah. this is in all like humanity, this is, so you think idol worship uh-huh. is our number one. Sure. But I think what you just mentioned goes a little bit deeper that I think is the number one. And I've said this. Okay. I think it's humility. Sure. Which they can be <laughs> joined. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. I, I, I think that. But I think being, I think you're right about me, me, me mm-hmm. is it. And is that an idol worship? Sure. Yeah, 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 you know, so we're going to hit some of these here in just a little bit of what that looks like today yeah. and stuff like that. But I think you're right, just the humility and being humble and thinking, no, it is all about me or the lack of humility yeah. is what really hurts us. And that may mean because we put ourselves at that throne, we right. put ourselves at the top of that ladder saying we are the most important mm-hmm. um, in that. So let's do a quick brief. Again, we're not going to do a huge in-depth look into all the ways the Bible talks about idol worship, but there is a few interesting places to me Mm. that it talks about it. Back to the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. You go way back. You guys might have heard of the Ten Commandments. Yeah. There was a movie about it. Maybe a few. (laughs) Charlton Heston. Charlton. Great Moses. Let my people go. Yeah. Uh, so So the Ten Commandments. Do you know what the first two take out. I'm not going to ask you all 10, but you know what the first two are. Absolutely. Okay. So number one is you'll have no other gods before me. Boom shakalaka. And number two is don't worship an idol. Right. So Exodus 20, uh, verse uh, three through six, but we may not stop or we may stop before that. But 20 starting at verse three, it says, you shall have no other gods before me. Check. Boom. You shall not make for yourselves a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God Mm. visiting. So he just says, hey, don't make these idols. And so. We can fast forward to Exodus 32, which Mm. is one of the most famous (laughs) When they about to make an idol. <laughs> when they did make that idol, right? Exactly what they said, don't do it. Uh, now, again, this is Moses yeah. talking to God, mm-hmm. getting all these commandments. Right. And the people on the bottom are like, where did Moses go? Where, what is taking that guy so what long? What is taking him so long, right? And they basically go to Aaron and say, we got to make an idol. Yeah. And he was like, give me all your gold. Yeah. So he says, for all of, I found it interesting, for all of the females yeah. and all the kids... All the earrings that they're wearing out of gold, bring them to me. Mm. We're going to make an idol. You go, well, you know, you got to have a little earring in your kid's ear, you know. Very, very true. <laughs> but they did that, and apparently they wore a lot of earrings, and yeah. there was a lot of people because yeah. they had a lot of gold. Yeah. And they made this golden calf. Right. And they said, this is our God now. This is the God that, that delivered us, that delivered us yeah. out of Egypt. Yeah. And then God knows this and sees this. Like, Moses, you got to go down there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> 
you need get to go, down there. You need to get down there. They're making an idol. Yeah. We got to stop this. But they made this idol. They quickly forgot about what God did. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we got to worship something. Yeah. Let's make this golden calf. Yeah. And again, me being back to a sixth grader and seventh grader learning about this, about like, hey, don't make, don't make a carved image or any likeness out of anything that is heaven or above or on the earth or is yeah. in the water. And you shall not bow down to them or serve them. I think I don't do this. Yeah. I, I don't make, you make a lot of stuff with your hands. I mm. make some furniture and I yeah. like to do some woodworking, but I'm not like, let me make this mm. idol that I'm going to worship. Yeah. But for us today, yeah. it takes a different turn. Mm-hmm. And I think that is very interesting that these are the number one and two commandments. Yeah. Number one and two. Love God. They have no other God before me. Yeah. Don't make idols to worship. Yeah. Only worship me. Yeah. I think, I think when we hear, and you know, even like coming from a traditional place of trying to understand what these 10 commandments were all about, like it's easy to, it's super easy to just look at them and say, all right, here's 10 rules mm-hmm. or here's uh, 10 things that I need to use to sort of like him in or like box in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think that's sort of a misreading of what these commandments are intended. And if we misunderstand what these commandments were intended for, it's really easy to kind of like bring that misunderstanding into the words of Jesus. Um, Well, and there wasn't just 10 commandments. Yeah. That's just what, that's just 10 simplified of these 10 commandments. They were like, 614 of them. Mm-hmm. There were a ton of commandments. These 10, you could put all those 614 and put them underneath yeah. the category of these 10 and you would hit all of them. Yeah. But yeah, we would just like to use these yeah. and say, if I can live within this yeah. frame, then I'm being a good Christian. But that again, limits God and that yeah. limits our relationship with him. See what God was trying to do in establishing these um, ways of living in relationship with him was creating of people that were set apart. So these 10 things sort of represent 10 unique distinctions from every other like Near East uh, society at the time. And what, he, what, what he's saying is, if you wanna be a people set apart, these are some things that you can try to live by, but you're only gonna be able to do that if you place me at the top of this list Yes, and don't walk away from that. Because that's really what's going to set you apart is living in relationship with me. Well, and I, and then you can pull that into to New Testament scripture, and then yeah. and then really pull it into our modern day context. Aren't we called to be set apart, like be this sort of distinct and unique people? And we do we, what makes us unique. It's like how we treat other people, how we treat our families, what we think about money, what we think about sex, like what we think about power and influence. Mm-hmm. But like all of that stuff is only possible if we uh, kick our human nature out and submit to this, this lordship of Jesus. And that is the opposite of idol worship. That's Jesus worship. That's Jesus worship. <laughs> well, I love what you said about we have these commandments and these rules and, and we get very, very caught up in, let me, let me know my boundaries. Yeah. 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 Right. Like I want to know the rules. Where's the line? Where's the line? I know I can't cross it. Good. 
And for a lot of people, it is, so I know that I'm doing it right. And mm-hmm. so I know that I can get into heaven. Yep. And so I know that I don't tick off God yeah. and go against him. And I think the motives are okay, mm. but it still goes back to putting me at the center of that. Yeah, that's where right. Those rules are around me. Yep. So I know that I can get to heaven, that I can be with him, that I can have this. Mm-hmm. So tell me what I can and can't do. Yeah. And again, there's still a lot of this me and I yep. deal instead of putting him at the top saying, God, I just want to worship you as much as I can yeah. in the best way possible. And if these rules lay the foundation and groundwork for me to worship you the best way possible, yeah. great. Yeah. It's not about, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to do this wrong. Mm-hmm. It's no, it should be building us up to worship him every day. And yeah. what we said in every single one of these podcasts, a stronger relationship with him. That's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about. And I mean, you know, you've mentioned this several times already today, like, sure, there's like a really, really long list of things that are uh, decidedly uh, wrong or bad that you can idolize, like things that nobody would really argue. But there's also this huge list of good stuff that if you place it in the seat uh, where Jesus belongs, it can become an idol. I mean, and that's ministry. That's, uh, that's charity. Like, if if uh if that's my focus and not yeah. relationship with Jesus and then all this other stuff is is underneath that banner uh man that's still idolatry it's like and the only way to know that so really the only way to know that is to be in relationship with Jesus and to spend time and say hey god you know search my life search my heart and tell me these areas of my life where i've created an idol that's getting in the way of me worshiping you and serving you. All right, let's let's do a quick. And I don't think I, I did not give you a, I not give you a heads up. If no, you guys think that we have a <laughs> very long um, staff meeting, pre-production meeting on this. There's not very much pre-pro. There's not much pre-pro. So let's just. I think it's important let's to define terms. Okay. Let's define idol. Let's define worship. Okay. Right. So we, we talk about worshiping idols mm-hmm. and idol worship. I, uh, very, very simplistic, mm-hmm. very maybe buffoonery. Sure. Let's just come up with a quick definition of those words. Okay. All right. So what would you say an, an idol is? An idol in a modern day context or okay. something that we can relate these texts to is anything that um, I place at the highest priority of my life or anything that stands between God being the highest priority of my life. I would just echo that. I think it's what, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into a list. We could talk specifics, but that's a broad idea. Yeah, we'll talk some specifics here in a little bit of how these things in our society can reach that place. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said about the throne room and mm. the throne of God where only he can sit at that. Yeah. That's the only place he belongs. Yeah. And I think an idol is anything that we try to replace him with. Yeah. What we try to put him down a peg yeah. and put something above him. One thing that I, I think is interesting and just quickly, cause I think it goes right along with this. It's like, you know, God is all powerful mm-hmm. um, and all knowing, but because of the free will that we have, we get to decide who sits on the throne of our lives. God's not going to muscle his way in there and say, no, this is my seat. 
It's a daily choice of who or what you allow to sit there. And it's a daily choice to say, God, that's your seat. Yeah, because that's what free will is. And that's what real relationship. And real love. And that's what real love is. If you didn't, you didn't buy your wife from her dad (laughs) and say, she is not my wife and she's going to love me. No, you dated, you had this relationship. Mm -hmm. She had a free choice and Mm -hmm. you had a free choice and then now you're together. Mm -hmm. God has already said, I choose you and I want to be in your life. It's our daily decision to say, I choose you God and we're going to be in this relationship. I think it's a a very good way of putting that. Okay. So we, quick definition of that. Now, what about worship? Mm. Now, again, in a church context, Mm -hmm. I find myself struggling when I write emails Mm -hmm. and when I write um, letters to our student ministry or our church. And I use the word, Hey, we're going to worship because worship is a very broad, sure. like, so in a church context, it can mean nine 30 to 10 30 sure. on Sunday morning, or, Hey, we're going to have a worship night. Yeah. Well, Hey, well, that means that we're just going to be singing yeah, yeah, or yeah. is it just talking about the Bible? But yeah. in, in a broader spectrum, yeah. what, what would your definition be of worship? Yeah, so I think uh, a great injustice that the Christian community has done is to really limit what that word means. Yeah, uh, I take my definition of worship from Romans 12, where it says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. And the idea there is that every fiber of your being is devoted to God. And what does it say? This is your true and proper worship. worship. Everything I do is worship, but for our context, for what we're talking about here, it's the most valuable things we have, time, attention, presence, money. What, what do we allow to monopolize or to take from the things that are most important to us? That is our act of worship. Yeah, it's to me, it is what do we spend our efforts, our time and our resources and our thoughts. What, what sets camp up in my brain Uh, and that takes the most real estate space. What takes up real estate in my mind daily the most? Mm -hmm. Is it my career? Is it my family? Is it my kids? And we're going to talk about here in a second. These things aren't bad. Yeah. Career, family, kids, good stuff doesn't belong at the top spot of your life. It doesn't belong. <laughs> and that's what we're just kind of hitting at here. And and you may feel like we're kind of talking in circles, but yeah. I know for me sitting right here, it's good to kind of get yeah. these things out. Mm-hmm. And one, just kind of hear it from you and just for us bouncing back. And hopefully it is for you as well that is listening. We're not saying that you will make an idol out of the moon God and bow to that <laughs> and worship that. If you do, Send us an email when you have a deeper Let's conversation chat. with you, right? I want to know more. Yeah. Uh, um, but every single one of us daily have a struggle and have a decision to make. Who are we going to worship? Yeah. What are we going to worship? Yeah. And it's a daily deal. Well, hey, and oh, go ahead. And you could say, well, I'm a Christian and I love God yeah. and Jesus died for my sins and I am baptized in his name mm. and I go to church and I'm on the missions committee and I help out in VBS and you can be the church person. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you don't put other things before God on mm-hmm. a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, and you mentioned earlier, we're in just the thick of 
uh, a deep political season, a deep political battle. And I, I don't know all you out there, but I'm just going to ask the question, like how much mental real estate are you devoting to tracking this election? And how does that stack up to uh, the time and devotion that you're spending in relationship with Jesus? That's not for me to answer. Um, that's just a question. And I, mean, uh, I had to turn the phone off last night. Yeah. I was watching the debate and then I'm on Twitter mm-hmm. and I just got, I quickly found myself just sucked into that mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Uh, but did he say, why did he say, yeah. didn't they say well, that was a horrible, why did, and, and, I, and I just caught myself into this and Guys, politics is important. I mean, it affects our daily lives. We're not saying, again, we're not saying all these things are bad, but what kind of mental real estate is that taking up? And did I wake up this morning being like, what's on Twitter about what happened last night? Absolutely it did. And I had to catch myself saying, Mm. hey man, that's not the most important thing right now. Like, did I check my Twitter, (laughs) real talk, about the debate before I got up and just prayed? Yeah. And, and, And just looked up scripture, I did. And that's something where I'd be like, Hey, right now in that moment, that is taking up the top spot that shouldn't be. Yeah. I need to have a reset. And what I love about God is we can have that reset moment. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Any second, anytime, we can take a step back and say, hey, mm. my, my, my like priorities are out of whack. Yeah. And I need to refocus them back. And just like you know, just like your cell phone or something else. If you're like, man, I don't know, I just need to reset this thing back to <laughs> factory default. Yeah. Sometimes we need to reset ourselves back to factory default yeah. where he's at the top yeah, and everything good. else is down there. So what I want to do is I want to hit just a few of these and we can just quickly talk about just how these things um, take the place of and the struggles that we have, and maybe you have some different ones. I just said, hey, it was like just politics last night this morning that quickly jumped in. But how these things can quickly jump into the top spot um, and do that. So you already kind of hit ourselves, which I think that's true. I think our own, um, which I would even put comfort Mm -hmm. in that, which we talked last week about our comfort zone. Yeah, we'll do a lot to maintain comfort. To be in control, Yeah, which again, that just puts me at number one. That puts me at, I want to know what's going to happen. I want to be able to steer the mm-hmm. ship. I yeah. want to know what's going to just be involved. So putting ourselves first, mm-hmm. I think it's a huge one. Yeah, and there's sure. a lot of probably sub ones that you can throw into that. Second one, I think our kids. Yeah, easy. Easy to do. I, it's very easy to do. Yeah. And there's a fine line there too because um, – we're called to be attentive oh, yeah. um, parents. We're called to be devoted parents. Um, but at what point does um, my child and their activities and um, their comfort uh, supersede, you know, my responsibility to uh, put no one before God? And this is a tough one. Yeah. And this is. is a tough one. And this is something, again, I didn't get until yeah. I was a parent. Mm-hmm. And it changes from when they're three months old or when they're four years old. Yeah. And and your oldest just turned nine. Nine. Crazy. Right? And yeah. so now he's a little bit older. And, and it has changed 
right? So yeah. like your attention to him at a younger age is different than you now. And there's different ways to kind of worship your kid and kind <laughs> yeah. of put it in there. Yeah. Because when they're young, we have to feed them. Yeah. We have to change them. We have to make sure they're safe. They yeah. can't do it on their own. We have to close the doors. We got to make sure they can't roll down the steps. <laughs> right. We got to do all these things. Yeah. And our brain is constantly, we're up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when they're baby babies, oh my word, you're up every three hours yeah. feeding them. And it's like my brain is wrapped around them. Yeah. But I think it's a little different when they get a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And I think it becomes more of that worship of, mm. well, they need to have. They got to go to karate. They got to go baseball. The, and you just mentioned like my like <laughs> third grade year. Nice. Yeah. I, I, there was days where I did baseball and karate in the same day. Yeah, it was an awesome day. Yeah, but I get that. But well, they need to have this and the best of this, and they need to drive this, and they need to be the captain of. The, and how do we? Can we give them? Yeah, yeah we want to spoil our kids. Yeah, but when our focus. Mm. It's very hard to say turns to them and their comfort mm-hmm. and their wants. And we want them to succeed more than anything. Mm-hmm. If that's above your relationship with God, then that's an issue. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and, and what we're not saying is Jesus wants you to neglect your children. Like, no, God wants you to be the best mom or dad that you can be. But the way that you do that is your parenting is under the banner of your relationship with Jesus. Your relationship with Jesus does not fall under how you're yes. parenting your kids. It's just about an order. It's about priorities. Yeah. Because if you are following Jesus, you're going to be an awesome mom or dad. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and I feel like when we worship our kids, it's we want our kids to have and to be and to do and to grow and to have this. But I want all that too. Yeah. But what I really want is them to learn from me how to love God. Yeah. And so when I am focusing on God at number one, mm-hmm. my kids should see that. Yeah. That they don't come before God. That my wife doesn't come before mm-hmm. God in our relationship. Yeah, that that's it's right. God number one. Yeah. And then it and then it flows through. And that's the proper way. Yeah. And that's the healthy relationship. Yeah. God, then family. Yeah. Um, and then as it goes through there. Three, easy one, um, our, our bank accounts. Oh, yeah. Right? Like just really it can be your bank account slash maybe your work. Yeah, sure. That status. Status. Status is like sort of a good heading. Status up there yeah. because you can put your work status or maybe, hey, I want to be the president of position, this organization yeah. or I want to be on the chair of this mm-hmm. and I want to be positioned. Because if I get there, then – I get that bump and raise. I get that bonus. Hey, maybe now it's the lake house. Maybe now it's a new boat. None of those things are bad. I I want a boat. (laughs) I would love to have a boat. I have a kayak. That's sort of a boat. I got two kayaks. So put them together, I got a small boat. That's a pontoon. That's a pontoon boat. Um, But that's not, again, these aren't bad things, but are you working seven to seven every day to grind in it. And again, in our society, we love this person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at them grinding. They get up in the morning. They're staying there late. Look how much extra time they're putting into work. They're putting it. Why? Because I want to have this much money by this age. I want to have this much. 
I want to own this. Mm. And just that struggle and fight of that. One, when your kids are going to see that. Yeah. And know what's important to mm-hmm. you. And again, you can put that under the banner of your kids. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this so my kids can yeah. have X, Y, Z. Yeah. But your number in your bank account and the nameplate on your door in your office yeah. shouldn't come before your relationship with God. Yeah. And again, the key word here is relationship. I actually think this is one of the easiest to identify if you've kind of gotten out of whack, if you will get quiet for 30 minutes and let God kind of speak into your life because I've been there. I've been, I've been in a bad spot where uh, my highest priority was, all right, what's next? What's next in my career? Uh, Who do I need to develop a relationship with so that I can move ahead and move forward and get more and get more and do more. Um, And I felt bad. You don't feel good at the end of the day. Like, Whatever it is you've achieved, like I used to have this number and I was like, man, if I could just make that much money, that's it. And then I made that much money one day and I was like, well, what's next? What's next? (laughs) It's, it's this, uh, it's a treadmill of success, man. Like there is no peace there, but you put that career, you put your bank account, you put your status under the Lordship of Jesus and say, it's yours, do with it what you will. Man, that's all you you will find joy and you will yeah, find, find peace. peace. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's and I'm not saying that if you make X amount of money yeah. and you have the lake house and boats yeah. and beach. I'm not saying that you don't put that's not a that's not a marker that's of whether not a you're marker. doing this right no, or not. That's not at all. Uh, only a, you can know that. There's a lot of people yeah. that know that have that that are godly people yeah, for that, sure. that just show how you do that very well. Yeah. Right. And there's people that we know several don't have that. Yeah. And and still their priorities are out of whack. Yeah. Right. So again, this is an internal deal of yeah. what what gets you going in the morning? Mm-hmm. Are you just waking up saying, I gotta get that next check, I gotta get the next deal, yeah. I gotta get this, or is it, man, I just gotta serve God today. And if it's in these areas, great. Yeah. But if it's not you know, it's trying to get all these areas, but God needs to be in every area. Yeah, that's right. You know, of what you're doing, of getting it in there. Um, and then we got um, entertainment. Mm. Then we got comfort. I had that. And then we kind of had tech. Mm. You know, I just kind of put tech and entertainment kind of in that yeah. of phones in your face. I got to finish this. Distraction can be an idol. Right? Of, <laughs> and I love a good distraction. Yeah. Um, I love at night being like, what's on YouTube? I want to watch whatever and just kind of zone out. Mm. And I think God wants us to relax. Yeah, for sure. And so I think he's one of the commandments, right? <laughs> I, like, I think he wants me at some point to be yeah. like, I just want to watch mindless. Yeah. I want to watch somebody surf online or <laughs> fish. I've been, I've been liking some fishing videos. Like, I just watch it and I sit there just like a potato and I'm like, this is great. But do I do that for nine hours? Yep. Do I do that all day? Hobbies are wonderful. Um, Disc golf? Rest is wonderful and like God ordained and a part of a Christian life. 
But again, man, you have to wrestle internally with, um, has my hobby become uh, the most important thing in my life or is my hobby uh, a really awesome escape that, you know, lifts me up and gives me life? You know, I think that's something that people have to ask themselves. Well, there is multiple verses in the New Testament as well, uh, some in Philippians, some in Matthew that we can hit a little bit on, um, some in Colossians. I'm just saying like, basically it's just saying, don't have your mind set on earthly things. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about here is your mindset is your mental real estate mm-hmm. only on earthly things or is it on the kingdom and the throne that God needs to sit on yep. and just prioritizing what is number one in your life. Yeah. Um, in that, um, I'm going to put you on the spot, Chris. Oh, well for like the fourth time today, we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to put you on the spot. What is our tweetable moment? What is our tweetable phrase? If you could say (laughs) one thing right now to wrap this whole podcast up in a 140 characters, what would it be? The American idol is not Kelly Clarkson. It's individualism. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that Kelly, that Kelly Clarkson got a, if you're going to tweet that guys, uh, tag make her. sure to tag her, uh, and American Idol. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you can tag Is that show still on? Yeah, I, I guess so. I have no idea. Um, to have that in there guys, thanks for joining us. I know this was kind of a quick one, but this is something that I need to talk about and hear on a weekly basis. Yeah, and sure. I'm going to go back and listen to this yeah. in the next week or two. Cause I need to hear, Justin, where are your priorities? And maybe this is something that you need to make a little post-it note and put it in your bathroom and put it in your car, Mm. put it on your computer at your desk, put it somewhere where you can just have this reminder. Maybe make it a, um, make it a reminder in your phone that beeps every day Mm -hmm. at nine o'clock in the morning, whenever it is, it just says, Hey, where are your priorities? Put God where he belongs and just, have that as a daily reminder. Do it. If you need to do it, hey, I think you can do like 120 reminders on your phone. Do it. And just have it every day just yeah. beep. And just so you can have that daily reminder to put him number one. Yeah. Don't worship these other things. And yeah. we're not saying that you bow down to them, but did, but you place it before God. Yeah. It's the key. This is the key yeah. to living a happy and yes. healthy life uh, in Christ. And uh, if we can, if we can just do it. It's a daily choice, though. It's a daily choice to have that. Well, hey, thank you guys for joining us. Um, Man, we'll be back next week with another episode. Just remember to rate and review uh, and subscribe. And call somebody in South Carolina, for goodness sake. Call somebody on South Carolina. All right, y'all have a good October. It's happening. See y'all. Spooky.